morning on this Tuesday, February 25th, 2020. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ for His saving grace and His mercies which I knew every morning. Praise Him for His name is above every name now made made that way by the Father. Thank you that uh, we have the only true and living God that no one enters the kingdom of heaven except through him. No one comes to the Father except through the Son, Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and, <coughs> life, and the life. Period. End of story. No other way. No other human being. Uh, he is the only perfect human being um, who suffered and died on the cross for me and for you. Uh, and that victory only comes to those who believe and surrender fully to the name of Jesus Christ. Those, those will be the ones, we will be the ones who enter heaven. The rest, uh, will enter hell separation from God. Read this, got a verse yesterday, read yesterday, and Lord, Lord by the Holy Spirit brought me to it again. Um, remember a few situations. I'm not going to call out the individual situation, but the spirit of the only true and living God will bring it to mind. Uh, I'm going to try and make it short. We'll turn over to Galatians. I'm reading from the NASB. Galatians chapter 2. <coughs> this was um, when Paul met with uh, the apostles up in Jerusalem finally. Um, and he was talking to Cephas, who we know as Peter. Uh, no, actually, Antioch, actually. Which is where Christianity itself, you know, was first called Christian. Christianity, basically. Because it says over in Acts, Antioch is where believers in Jesus Christ were first called Christians. Um, says over in Acts. I can't remember what chapter. Um, verses 12 through 14, and we're going to end up on 14. <coughs> 12, for prior to the coming of certain men from James, these were Jews. Uh, remember, Peter was uh, called to um, pro- proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Jews with Paul, who used to be named Saul of Tarsus. Um, was called by God to go to the Gentiles, non-Jews, basically everybody else, basically me and you. Um, <clears throat> but he used to eat with the Gentiles, but this is Peter. But when they came, he began to withdraw and hold himself aloof, fearing the party of the circumcision. That means Jews. Um, so James was also called to uh, you know, proclaim the uh the gospel to uh, the Jews. He was along with him and then John. The rest of the Jews, verse 13, <clears throat> joined him in hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is basically saying you're, you're something or you represent someone, but you don't really do so. You don't act like it. With the result that even Barnabas was carried away by their hypocrisy. <clears throat> verse 14 is where we're going to camp out here. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel. 
I said to Cephas in the presence of all, If you, being a Jew, live like the Gentiles and not like the Jews, how is it that you compel the Gentiles to live like Jews? Yeah, you got verses over in First uh, John uh, that says, Those that are born of God, those are born again, as John 3, 3 and 3, 5 um, command us to. Um, the practice righteousness righteousness only comes through God through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit that's true righteousness there is no period no righteousness apart from Jesus Christ this world has no righteousness <coughs> in its own ways <coughs> there are people out there we've seen them that profess to be Christians whether they are or not, only God knows because only see, you know, none of us can see the heart. Some people, you know, they frequently and um, deceptively and ignorantly misuse, <clears throat> misteach. Why well, you can see fruits? Not if they're in a winter season. Now, <clears throat> like I'm looking at trees around here that have, well, this one still has dead leaves on it, um, that has no leaves. I'd have to get out of the vehicle and look close enough. And I may or may not see buds if it's not the time for the buds. I tell you. Um, so there are seasons. So we got to be very careful with the fruits out there. Fruits are primarily in Galatians, but they are also listed in First um, and Second Peter also. Um, there are also evidences of fruits also. But this one is, if you are actually a Christian, then live like a Christian. This go this verse can easily be applicable clearly to those that rightly divide the word of God and actually know God through Jesus Christ and is known by him. That's genuine salvation. Is when you have come to know God through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit and are known by Him. It's not just a matter that you said a stupid friggin' man, your man-made or woman-made prayer. And they say, okay, I'm in the door. Oh, not that you went through the water. That don't get you into heaven. Those are just all bypasses. Um, whether you, baptism don't get you into heaven. It's by knowing, coming to the true knowledge of God through Jesus Christ and you have fellowship with him as clearly stated in first John. You got some people that you know, out of ignorance or out of foolishness, that will take one verse, camp there, and make it their doctrine. No 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 no. God tells us clearly in his word we are to both listen, read, study the whole counsel of God. That means from Genesis to Revelation, we laid it all together. So, there are individuals out there that figure, oh, well, we have to live like the world in order to win the world over. That is the most stupid. When I first heard it, I mean, I sat back saying, in my spirit, saying, that's not right. But I had to wait on the Lord with the Holy Spirit who is our now counselor, our strength, the power of God, our teacher, um, as John 14 and 16 clearly state who the Holy Spirit is. There's other verses, but those are the key ones that are in there. So if you are proclaiming Jesus, but yet you still look like the world, you more likely are probably 
open the scriptures and get alone with God in in Jesus Christ. My prayer, enter in through by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the work of Jesus Christ, not by your own work, and get along with Him. You, he may reveal to you that you, He doesn't even know you yet. I'd rather hear Him say it now, because if He says it now, He's saying, just believe in me. Then hear it later on, on your deathbed. As you're getting ready to think you're going to heaven and hear him say when you're knocking on the door, those pearly gates, we all hate that because they're not even pearly gates that he mentioned in scripture. I just said that out of sarcasm. Um, knocking on there and he says, wait a minute, why didn't I come in? I prophesied. No, you didn't. I never knew you'd depart from me. Rather here now so you can get right with him now. While you still have breath in your lungs, then here then on your deathbed. Ow. Um, so, if we are Christians, even Peter was compelled by the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ to say, we are now set apart. Jesus himself, when he prayed back to the Father just before he went to the cross in John 17, part of his prayer, which was like, his longest prayer um, in recorded scripture says they are no longer of this world they're in it but not of it genuine Christians need to start standing out we don't do business we don't conduct business we don't sell if we're in my case accountant bookkeeper janitor we don't do business the way the world does we pay our taxes in full. We don't look for friggin' loopholes to get in there. We don't do whatever we can. We don't, we don't foolishly listen to false teachers to say, well, we can pay off our debt. You know, we bought that house because we wanted it, not because God wanted us to have it. So we can go ahead and pay it off and keep it. No, there are some things. If you bought something on debt, Sell it and downgrade, get something smaller. If you're a two-person household or a one-person household, there is no way in reality in the truth of Jesus Christ that you need a big house or a big fancy car or a $54 million jet. There's no way. Get in and get that middle seat and pray and open up the Word of God and let Jesus Christ speak to whoever your seatmates on either side, sit in, coach. Sit in there and let Jesus, like he did through me, testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the middle seat. I'm not that tall, but I am a fat boy. Um, in the middle seat, and I was the second one to get there, which means I had to inconvenience the nice lady on the outside. And then we both were inconvenienced a little bit when the young lady that sat by the window got there. That young lady had received a call before that plane took off, our plane took off that she just lost her grandmother and she's going home for Christmas. She's like weeping, grieving in her spirit all the way. I could not focus on the scriptures because the Holy Spirit was prompting me to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with her. And even more testimony 
I was blessed in my spirit. And she, she was encouraged to seek the Lord Jesus Christ. Whether she did or not, Holy Spirit took her from there. The one next to me and the one be, the one behind me as we were getting off the plane says, thank you. I says, no, thank him. So no one needs a private jet. No one needs to take their own jet. If you're in ministry and you're not going with the people to serve the Lord somewhere with the team, you take your own way because you, you're the boss. So... You can feel blessed, think you're blessed because you're going with them because you go ahead of them and come behind them and let them have the grueling part of it. No, 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 no. Go with them. God calls the team to go on a mission trip. You're all in the same boat. You're all going on the mission trip. One, the leader don't get there ahead of the others by him or herself. You're there together when Jesus Christ is together. So if you're going out, trying to win a friend or a family member to the lost. Don't live like the lost thinking you're going to win them to Jesus Christ. Because your daddy still may be Satan, the father of lies and deceptiveness. You're not going to win them to Christ. They're not going to see anything different within you. So we need to take that to thought. How we get, So are we living like the world thinking we're going to win them to Jesus Christ? We're not. You got to remember over in Acts chapter 4 when Peter and John witnessed to that guy that was carried there to beg for money. And I'm sure they took a percentage of it just by reading it. They carried it and put them outside the church. Because, yeah, the church was known to be the most generous people ever. That's a side note. Are we that way? Who are we generous with? The first place we need to be generous is within the family of God through Jesus Christ. That's our, that becomes our first family. No longer our family by the flesh. They get there through us. And we still have to help them out. That is the commandment. And actually, that starts with our mother, earthly mother and father, whether we knew one or the other or not. We still have to honor our earthly mother and father. But however, our first family is not husband and wife, not children. It's the family of God, Jesus Christ. Those were, those are the ones that we will be married to, or with actually, not to, um, cause we are all the bride of Jesus Christ soon. One day real soon. How soon? I don't know. Could be another thousand years. I doubt it. Um, not with what we are clearly seeing. Those that have eyes and ears to hear are seeing will be married to Jesus Christ. Will be his wife. No longer bride. You're a bride before you get married. Your wife. So whether it's male or female. That part. That's like a neutral wife. Where it's just like you're not not transgender. We ain't going down that door. We're not going in that door. That's not what the scripture teaches. Uh, 
But that's a whole spiritual realm. I don't want to go that deep with somebody uh, in this capacity. We're talking about here now. Are you being hypocrisy? Are you so stupid that you will hide the name of Jesus Christ? Thinking you're going to win your co-workers over by acting, sounding, talking, working like they are. Working for greed, working for money, working for material things. That's all. Every single item will burn up as Peter wrote down what the Spirit told him to write down. All the elements, everything, the form of this earth will not be saved. It will perish. Or this earth actually, not form. Apologize for that one. This earth is passing away. It's the form of it. Yeah, round, water, and uh, land. That's the form. Period. That's what initial form God created before any living thing was on it. Including humans. Revelation chapter 22 clearly states there will be a new earth and a new heaven. And you know what? There will be no other religion, no other doctrine, no other God in there. There will be no unbelievers. There will be only those who are in Jesus Christ. Then the bride will become the wife. Actually, that will be, we will be the wife, his wife. For eternity. No divorce. No separation. No nothing. That's not opinion. It's clearly working in scripture. Stop being friggin' stupid and open your eyes. Actually open your Bible instead of going, just going to church. Listen to people and don't verify it. If you are so foolish and so stupid that you will just believe a person. You don't go to church with a Bible and open it up and confirm. That person standing in a puppet is a human being. That human beings make mistakes. We all make. Anybody that ever says, well, I'm mature enough, I don't make mistakes. I get up and I run as fast as you can. Jump in your car, drive off, pay the speeding ticket. Okay, try not to get a speeding ticket. Uh, because that would be disobedient, actually. You'd have to pay it and get over it. And face the surcharge on your insurance, possibly. If it's your second or more. So don't speed. Uh, and don't hurt nobody when you're going out. But you need to go uh, out there. And start. Stop living like the world. Because we're not winning nobody to Jesus Christ. That way. We never are. We ourselves just may be Satan himself. So. Be blessed. Growing the wisdom and knowledge of God through Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit. And learn His voice. Learn to listen to it. Learn to obey Him. And follow Him. He won't guide you wrong. If He shows you where you're disobeying, just repent, which means turn from your way and back towards Him. As long as we have breath in our lungs and we're truly His, not because some pastor or some priest or, or some priest says we're his, but his word himself says we're his. Then he's our advocate. You just confess. Repent, confess, 
and obey. Jonah eventually obeyed because he had an attitude. So, um, so go forth um, and obey him, and stop making it about yourself. Because Christianity, there's no me, there's no I in it. Actually, there is an I in the word itself, but there, it's not what it means. That I is about Jesus Christ. It's about Him and Him alone. If you're in Christ Jesus, you're dead. The self is dead. No more goals. No more plans. You know that free will teaching is actually not biblical. It's a taking scripture out of context. As Jesus Christ laid His will down to the Father in that Garden of Gethsemane. Dang. Some of these Greek and Hebrew words, they get me. Uh, we are to do the same. Amazing how people will do the same and think they're being baptized, but they won't lay their will down. I find that that's called hypocrisy. That's the same thing as what this, similar or same thing as what this verse in Galatians. So take this to heart. Are you doing this? Are you doing what Peter did? Or Cephas as this version calls him. Just repent. Love y'all.